The Good Buddies Anime Podcast is hosted by two rowdy, foul-mouthed American cowboys. Listener discretion is advised. What's up and welcome to the Good Buddies Anime Show. I am your good buddy Roger. And I am your good buddy Brandon. And Roger, if I may, yeah, I just want to apologize to the good buddies. It's been a couple weeks since he recorded. I don't know if y'all heard that last thing that went up. We had to... It was only it only made it to YouTube. Uh, they were trying to put it up on, on the, the podcast, yeah, app, but we, I... I we, took that shit down. We had a we had a situation. We had That's to clear we it all up. Our listens. We had yeah. to basically clean the place out and sanitize the whole freaking studio. It looks completely different, by the way. Yeah, it it's took, beautiful. It now. took me about two weeks to sanitize this whole studio <laughs> to really clean it up and I, even put in some new shelves. Really, really, yeah, really. Whenever you're pulling everything down and then putting it back up, and there's so much of it. Yeah. Um. It it really does take takes wow. Been a while. But yes, we are back and we are doing what we do every season, baby. It is uh, our uh, quad annual tier list, yep. I guess. Uh, and we're actually mixing up a little bit. We've been doing the S rank, A rank, blah, blah. We're taking a little bit back old school, making it our own again. This yeah. is good buddy Brandon's if, mountain vibe if check. You're not, if you're not on YouTube right now watching on YouTube, you know, obviously, check it. obviously you can't see that we have a screen here, but. Brandon has made. He's recreated the old, uh, the old Mount Vibe check in, in Tier Maker. Tier. Yeah. So now instead of A rank, we have or S rank, we have the tippity top because these are the ones that made it to the very top of the mountain where they are all the way in the damn stratosphere. We then have just below that. You know, these shows were pretty good. They're not the tippity top, but they're very good. They're on the snowy white plains of doing just fine. And then we have uh, those ones that are, you know, they're trying to make it up. Our cliffhangers. You're not quite there. And then, of course, we have the actual garbage, which is going to end up in the glacial ca- chasm. And then a special category below the glacial chasm. Those ones, a little bit boring, didn't even make it to the mountain. They're snoozing at the lodge. Yeah, so... There's nothing wrong with that. So, so There's just nothing wrong me, with that. Yeah, yeah. Even though on boring. the list, glacial chasm is uh, ahead of snooze of the lodge, it doesn't necessarily mean that... That, you know, that is the question. Is yeah. it worse to be bad or boring? Yeah. You know, that's why that's why I wanted to make a special category. So that's where we're at. We're going to go ahead and get into it. We have, what is it, like 29 shows yep. from this season? Mm, Asterix, three of these haven't actually, uh, aren't actually available to watch anywhere as at time of recording. So we'll kind of soul read those at the end, I think. But Roger, I would love it. I would love it and adore it within my very heart if you would grab one of these shows and we can start talking about let's it. Let's start it, dude. Um, oh, sorry. As always, I know I said let's go, but as always, my opinions are my own. I'm the ones that watched at least one episode of every one of these. I tried to keep it to one just to a like, few. just a vibe check. Roger got a few in, so he'll have some opinions here and there. Uh, but of course, if you disagree, that's fine. Just bask in the glory that I'm wrong, and that's okay. I can be wrong, and you bask can be right. Bask in his glory. Oh, bask in my glory because he's incorrect. All right. Hit okay, it. okay, man. So. So we're we gonna go full on random here. I mean, fuck it up, man. Okay, let, let's let's start with one that people might come to find out what we rank it at. Okay, let's, let's start there. Let's start with uh, Ahar and San Wa 
Hakaromai. Hakarenai? Yeah, however you say it. So they, they I'm gonna call it a Haransan. Yeah, a Haransan is the name of this show. I just bumped the mic, sorry. So this one, uh, I think they just didn't bother translating it because the actual translation is like Aharan is indecipherable, which one is kind of a weird title, and two sounds a lot like Comey can't communicate, which yeah, yeah. So there I, you go. And I can see the parallel. Oh, can you now? So it's a pretty sweet show. I, I personally enjoyed it. Uh, this one's on Crunchyroll. We have a first-year high school dude with an angry face who's never been able to make friends because of his angry face. He sits next to this tiny girl who is so soft-spoken, he literally can't hear her when she's right in his face. Girls are all baby style, which you know I'm not super into, but uh, she's not just short. Like She's got huge, sleepy eyes and a blobby face. It's still cute, and we already yeah. talked about this a little bit. I, she's that moe, dude. She's very moe. So the thing is, you know I don't love it when they I have a know, character. I don't know. I would even call her like, kind of like derpy moe almost, though. Maybe. You know I don't love when they, ha when they have a character who's like fully infantilized, but this one, I, I, I'm fine with it because, one, they're not telling me it's an adult like some other shows, and also they have yet to sexualize the character from what I've seen, so mm -hmm. I'm fine with it. Um, but yeah, it's super cutesy. Um, it's very cute. It's uh, the thing that gets me about it is this is maybe the driest comedy I've ever seen in an anime. It's so dry. It's dude. the fucking Sahara. It's arid as all fuck. It's completely the most bizarre of just ridiculous shit is happening, and they play it so straight. It really, really it's gets hilarious. Me. It's dude. very funny. I thought it was. I thought it was really funny. I was. I was I was actually cackling out loud at spot. Dog, it, it had me going. So yeah, Aharon San, uh, pretty fun. Obviously, we both agree that it's pretty sweet. I personally had this one at a doing just fine, but Roger, okay. if you if you want to, I'll let you bop it up to a tippity top. You know, man, let's start with a tippity top. Let's start. It's positive. on a tippity top. Some some people might disagree. And that's okay. Maybe it is just doing just fine. But so far. I mean, this show really made me laugh. I'm fully fine with this. That, one being I had a some good though. hearty laughs, especially. It's very dude, funny. That scene in there. There's a scene with a karaoke. Yeah, the karaoke. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so he's just like not even on beat with the with the damn tambourine. And then when he learns learns how to read lips. Yeah, <laughs> he's just fully not. He's just completely wrong. I don't, I don't want to take any jokes away from yeah, anybody that, we, that we hasn't don't. checked this out. There are a lot of really funny jokes in here. That's, this show is cute enough that... I, I will only say the part that really got me is when they try passing notes. That was yeah, very that funny. that was good. Because she's, she naturally takes things overboard. Yes. That's, she, like that's the thing. thing is it's it's a little weird because like she he can't make friends because he's got an angry face like character from other show. And she is very soft-spoken and also has a habit of getting too clingy. Not unlike Comey from Comey Can't Communicate. But it it's very cute. I like yeah. it. Yeah. All right, what's next? All right, man. Let's go with um, I'm Quitting Heroing. I'm Quitting Heroing. I want to point out that someone on another um, another show that I am uh, I listened to said that they misread this when they were looking at it as I'm Quitting Heroin. And I did too this the first time This could be a very different anime. Very different show, right? Honestly, like, that's good for you. You're quitting heroin. No. Anyway, so I'm quitting heroing. Uh, this one's on high dive. Um, so it is not an isekai from the first episode. Anyway, it didn't appear to be an isekai. Maybe it turns out he got isekai. I don't know. It's a fantasy show. We have an OP hero who has mastered every weapon and sorcery and single-handedly defeated the demon queen and her army. And now, however, he finds that humanity has turned its back on him, fearing he is too powerful and that he is, in fact, the new big bad, even though he's done everything for humanity. As such... When he hears that the Demon Queen is back and hiring, he applies to join up. Art's pretty good. Are you Sto telling me he's John Cena? A little bit, I guess. 
He's not. Why is he John Cena? Because well, it's kind of what happened with John Cena, dude. People lost interest in him because he won all the time. He was the hero of the WWE, essentially. And then you really kind of start to miss him when he's gone. I guess. He never turned full heel, though. No, he didn't. No, this guy. Oh, does this guy go full heel? This guy's trying to join the Demon Queen's army. Okay, he's turning okay, heel, okay. baby. I mean, as much as he can turn heel. Oh, he's pulling the Hogan into the NWO. Yes, Hogan, that's what dude. it is. He's, got, he's Hogan, yes. Okay. Hopefully less racist. Hopefully. Uh, art's okay. Story's pretty intriguing. First episode was fine. I'm unconvinced it will keep its pace. Uh, also, one of the demon generals is a little lolly beast girl who wants to marry the hero because he be bested her in combat. So, yeah, and it's fine. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of other fantasy shows like out there, uh, some of which are better and some of which are worse than this. I'm going to put it as a cliffhanger. I think it's a cliffhanger. All right. We're it's fine. It's a cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Okay. How many how many uh how many shows does High Dive have this year? Because I still haven't um, done my High Dive back, one, two, back yet. There's like three, uh, and also there was another one that I actually saw some people talking about, but I pretty much only keep these to the half hours, and that was like a 15 minute, so I, okay. I did skip it honestly. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think there's like three I can think of off the top of my head. There might have been four. I can't. Yeah, recall. maybe we'll see that. We'll find out. We'll of, find out of those Sentai anime. Hit, you I'll know, tell you. I'll anime. tell you right now. Two shows I fucking loved are on High Dive, okay. so you might need to get on that High Dive. I, if might you're not need, I need to get my High Dive back. Well, we had Verve, but you but know, we will get you know to those shows. Okay, okay, dude, let's go. Let's go back up top with uh, Aoashi. Aoashi. Uh, this one actually looked kind of okay. Yeah. And I considered watching it, but then I was like, ah, oh, sports. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is it is a sports show so this one's on Crunchyroll soccer show where our main guy is the ace of his middle school team he's loud he's confident he only knows how to score playing his way which means that you know get him the ball and stand back is what that means and the, here's the thing he's right He's right. He really can just carry the fucking team. The guy's kind of infallible. Uh, but while that may sound like he's a big egotistical jerk, he, we actually find out he's a little bit of a savant, which gets the attention of the Tokyo Football Club coach who wants him for the youth league. It looks really good. Has really good art and animation. Sounds really good. I personally am tired of soccer animes. Mm. Personally. That said... Uh, I've seen folks online compare this one to Black Clover, I guess. Like, they said this is the guy from Black Clover, but he plays soccer. So if you're into that, check it out. It's honestly, like, seems like a really good show. And from what little more I've heard of it, it sounds like they got this guy who's like, I can carry the whole team. And then you get him on a team where everyone's like, I can carry the whole team. So it sounds like there'll be some decent conflict. I don't know. It's it's all right. I think it's doing just fine. It's doing It's doing just, just fine. fine. All right, all right, dude. Let's uh, let's talk about Heater Girl or Healer Girl. Sorry, Heater. <laughs> sorry, we're 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 kind of far from the screen. So, yes, I'm here. Know, I'm here to happens. service your AC. I'm the Heater Girl. Yeah, that might be a good anime. The Heater it might, Girl. It might be Healer Girl. Uh, honestly, it's kind of slow, but it did grow on me. So Healer Girl is on Crunchyroll. Uh, three young women are training to be healers. These are physicians who use the magic of song to heal physical ailments. Uh, kind of like how every idol anime girl says they want to make people smile and feel good, but these mm. girls can actually literally do that. They can literally heal the sick with their songs. Uh, it suffers from having pretty standard archetypes is the thing, like another show we'll get to. Um, so you got like the can-do newcomer who's just trying her best, and you got the friends in training who waver between being very supportive and very goofy, and then the very stern instructor who forbids main girl from doing a thing and then is shocked when she does it anyway and is very good at it whoa wow. so it's like okay I've, i feel like i've seen this a hundred times but 
it's pretty fun. I really like that it plays like a musical in the first episode where like the characters are just talking and then suddenly they break into song and they're doing it. It doesn't sound like that. But they do just like they're talking and then they just start singing and then talking again. Really decent art style. Like really, really good vocals. Like the singing is very good. And it's pretty funny. Uh, it's doing just fine. Okay, it's doing just, it's doing just fine. fine. Uh, Spoiler's gonna be a go. lot of doing just fine. I don't mind telling y'all. Okay. There's a lot of good shit this season. <laughs> yeah, everything I watched so far, I, I kind of enjoyed. Yeah. Hey, dude, what do you want to do about these three? I forgot about this. Oh, save them for last. Save them for last. Th those okay. are the ones that aren't actually haven't dropped. Are, they gonna, are we gonna guess? Well, we'll we we'll soul read them. We'll okay, soul we're read soul them. reading. Yeah. Okay, I like it. I like it. I like it. I like got? it a lot. Uh, love all play, baby. Love all play. This one. Play all love. <laughs> wow. This one has the uh, bitter distinction of being the other badminton anime this season because Salaryman's Club started late, so it's still not done yet. <laughs> and this one started up. What is the deal with it, dude? What badminton? is the deal here's with a, badminton here's the thing, anime? Bro. Here's the thing, bro. Badminton kind of kicks ass, actually. Uh, dude, so, I, have a, I have a few friends playing this. Uh, pickleball? You ever heard of this? Pickleball? pickleball? Get out of here, man. What is pickleball? Maybe we should go play pickleball, dude. It, it sounds, sounds fun. It sounds sexy. It's like wall ball, but with tennis rackets. You know, you and a friend, you're just you're smacking each other with smacking a couple ball? of balls, a couple of balls, a couple of asses, just smacking them, dude. Okay, so maybe so it's we should do that. Highlight, but less dangerous. I don't know. I mean, dude, we get our exercise on, you know. I don't know about by this. the end of the day, our feet are gonna be fucking killing us. Arm are gonna be <laughs> fucked up with all this swinging. Anyway, Love All Play is another badminton anime. What timing? I'm not huge on sports animes, you know, but the ones that stick to me tend to have some extra hooks. So, like for example, Salary Man's Club is badminton with office dudes who also have to focus on work. And Remain was a water polo show with an amnesiac, amnesiac. I don't know how to say that. Former ace who has to relearn the sport. Love All Play, however, is pretty much from that first episode, just pure sports anime. It's a little obvious in its characterizations as the other one I was talking about. You got the shy main guy, the hot-headed muscle dude, the mischievous twins. Literally, I'm describing the guys from Oran High School Host Club. Like, it's the same characterization. It's very 90s anime in that way, like early 2000s, 90s anime. Um, but honestly, it's like got a decent art. It's got a nice outro. There's nothing really wrong with it. It's just a bit, you know, rote, I guess. Um, I'm going to, I think this is our first snoozer. Snoozing at the it's line? Not, it's really not bad. It's just like a little too it plain is. for me. And I'm going to tell y'all about another, another quote unquote sports anime in a minute that is going to make you shit your pants if you actually watch it. It's so okay. ridiculous. But go on. Okay, man. Let's try. Let's try. Trapped in a dating sim. Trapped in a dating sim. There's a whole lot of other text over there that is too small for me to yes, read. Yes, uh, I have the full title. Trapped in a dating sim. The world of Otomi games is tough for mobs. Mobs being like background character, right? Mm. So, it's on Crunchyroll. Uh, I think if I didn't say the last one's on Crunchyroll too. Uh, dude dies. He doesn't get truck cooned. He falls down the stairs, which is maybe more embarrassing. Um, and he wakes up in an Otome game. Otome? I can't say it right. Otome game that he just got done 100%ing for his little sister. You know, the dating sim, but with yeah. like, you're the girl trying to get the guys, right? Um, oh, here, gracious. He is a. Instead of like other shows we've seen similar to this, he is a full on background character or quote unquote mob but plans to use his knowledge of the game to live as comfortably as a mob can. He doesn't want to rule the world. He doesn't want to be rich and famous. He just wants to live a simple, easy life as good as he can. 
as a background character. These kinds of shows that play in these genres are usually fun when they actually play in the genre. Make a little joke here to about, you know, here or there about microtransactions and plot holes. Haha, <laughs> that's funny. This one eschews that and kind of just trashes the made up game they made up. Like we learn about the characters and mechanics from dude talking shit on them. And it gets tiresome pretty quick. He's like, oh, this world is so complicated. Oh, it's so stupid. It's like, dude, you, all right, writers, you made it up. Why are you shitting on your own shit? <laughs> it feels weird, right? So honestly, if you want one like this, I think you just check out My Next Life as a Villainous because that show is cute as hell. And for this one, I think it, you know what? It's a cliffhanger. It's not terrible, but it's a cliffhanger. Okay. Okay. Cliffhanger. Hanging right off that cliff. It's hanging off that cliff. Um, let's talk about Skeleton Knight. Oh boy. Well, you found one. Skeleton uh, Knight in another world. Skeleton Knight in another says? world. Okay. Yes. So this one's on Crunchyroll. Yeah, let's so try to knock out some of these damn isekais. When is the what is up with all of these isekais? What's the deal with isekais? What's the deal with sexual assault in the first second of the goddamn show? <laughs> oh so, my god. This one literally starts with two adventure girls being assaulted by bandits. Clone turns up, clothes torn off, bodily fluids, straight up no no please kind of shit, right? And here's the thing is they get they ain't even goblins. So so right like it's drawing comparisons to Goblin Slayer. It's been compared to that. Uh, then a big knight named Ark shows up and slices the dude's hamburger style. Doesn't even have the DC to go long ways hot dog style. Slices them hamburger style. Come on, man. So, to be clear, this show has one of those, this program may contain content sensitive to some blah blah blahs, but it shows that while it's happening on frame one, it begins yeah, it out the fucking game. No intro, point, just huh? boom. Ah, yeah, no. It's like fucked. It's a little fucked. So anyway, it's an isekai. Dude wakes up in a game with his OP gear skills he shouldn't even have access to and a skeleton avatar he forgot he had picked out so he has to hide his face or else people think he's a monster or something. We follow him and they even reuse that opening scene again. Gotta work that budget, baby. But this time, every so often, it cuts to the skeleton knight contemplating whether he should even get involved or not. It's like, mm, do I need to? Should I bother with it? Fucking woof, dog. It's trash. Chasm. Yeah, okay. I did not care for it. Yeah. And here's the thing is like, I've heard a little bit more about this one. And apparently oh, not Susan, not the show Susan. itself is like the, the series and the manga based on that. It's like mostly just goofy isekai shit. You've seen a hundred times yeah. before. And like, it's that being, that being the case, it's very weird that they decided to start with yeah, assault. That seems, seems crazy. It's it, and I mean, I watched. You didn't watch Goblin Slayer. I watched Goblin Slayer. I quite enjoyed Goblin yeah. Slayer. Goblin Slayer gives you this claimer, and then that the the main the scene, rest of the show is like it happens later on, and they give you enough context to be like, hey, sure. these are goblins. These are not humans. It yeah. sets it sets the world, and there are no fucking jokes in this. Sets world. some expectations. Yeah, and yeah. It's this also, is a yeah. super goofy show. Where also we're just gonna start by showing some people getting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not seems great. A little, a little off. I I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, like honestly, if they hadn't started with that, it might be you know a little higher up. But no, 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 no. So let's talk about Therme Rome Nove, which I actually have seen this before. Uh, have you seen the old shorts? Yes, I have seen some of the old shorts. Yeah. So apparently, so in the show they say Thermai, so I think it's Thermai Rome okay. Novi. Well, I don't know, dude. Roman. So this one, I honestly probably wouldn't have. Uh, or whatever. <laughs> fine. I probably would have skipped this one, uh, putting it on the list, because uh, it's on Netflix and the whole thing is out, and 
I just kind of didn't realize that until I'd already like put mm. it on the list or whatever. But uh, it is considered a spring anime, so it's, sure. it's good that you put it on here. I think. Uh, based on a comedy series of shorts about a bathhouse architect in ancient Rome who finds himself transported to modern Japan, where he gains inspiration for his work. Yeah. Now that's ridiculous, and apparently the shorts are very funny. Roger, can you concur? Uh, I laughed at a couple of them. Okay. I, it struggled, I think, to make me laugh. Yeah. So here's the thing I with this about, one. Uh, eight of them or so. All right. So here's the thing about this was it's like a full length like half hour show basically and this first episode focuses on our dude as a kid origin story style there are basically no jokes just him getting bullied and then losing his dad and some real legitimately dramatic shit that fully belies the comedic origins of it um <laughs> it's weird it's like why'd y'all do that honestly there's not much to speak of animation wise um it's very like limited very stiff and even like it's like oh no movement but does it look good no it doesn't even look good i think yeah that's how the shorts were, were no movement yeah and it's like i get it kind of um there's a little bit of movement but honestly here's the thing about this one is it does feature these really cute live action bits at the end of the episodes where the author of the show uh she takes us through different hot springs in japan and those are pretty fun but i don't really want to watch this show i'm gonna call it a cliffhanger because based on that one episode i don't care for it but yeah, this if it, it goes full funny because, after that yeah because those clips are good and like i think the show is set up like he starts low class and then he gets himself right higher and higher right and there's there's like i saw bits like there's a preview thing where it's like he's meeting with the emperor and he's like i want you to build me a bathroom it's like okay sure because <laughs> he gets all famous and shit i guess yeah. ah, it's fine what yeah. you got? Okay, okay, okay. Let's do the Dawn of the Witch. All right, Dawn, <laughs> Dawn of the Witch. So this one's on Crunchyroll. I did not realize when I started this one. We're getting both of these. I didn't know was out of the ways. Uh, I didn't realize when I started this was a, a either a spinoff or a sequel to Grimoire of Zero, uh, which I've never seen. I did not know that either. Yeah, never Isn't seen that a it. game? I have no idea. I think it's an anime and a game. I have no idea. See, this is the thing. Sorry, don't know. Sorry, guys, don't know. Um, very generic fantasy setting with generic characters, including, oh, you know, you know how I feel about this one, a 300 year old witch who looks like a 12 year old and keeps flashing her panties because her outfit is more of a pussy out kind of look. I would call it full on garbage, but I will concede that Why can't maybe they be 300 years old and look like a 20 year old. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> I, I, will, I would call it garbage, but I will concede that maybe if I knew the other series, I would have more to cling on to here. So. I will not call it trash. I will call it boring as fuck. It's snoozing. Okay. There was snoozing nothing the there lodge. for me, okay. baby. Okay. Uh, let's go with... Um, let's go with one that I do want to kind of try and watch, and that's Shikamori's Not Just a Cutie. So, Shikamori's Not Just a Cutie is one of two shows that I actually heard a little bit of hype about before watching them. Uh, this one's on Crunchyroll. We got a high school dude with Perpetual bad luck he has one thing going for him though one thing murphy's law dude full-on murphy's law with this guy perpetual bad luck he has one thing going for him his super cutie cutie cute girlfriend long dick yes his long dick no his super <laughs> cute girlfriend who has the skills and will to protect him from his own misfortunes a car is passing too close he's not getting truck coon she pulls him to safety uh trash about to blow in his face oh she grabs it right out of the air sign falls off of a shop and is about to crush him, she fucking Tatsumaki spin kicks that shit out of the goddamn dare, Roger. She is a bad, bad bitch. And for his part, the dude has a little bit of imposter syndrome. He feels bad that she does so much for him and he does nothing for her, really. But she's like, that doesn't matter. I love you. I want to protect you. That's what you do for me. 
it's honestly very cute. I mean, face it, Tiger, you hit the jackpot. Yeah. It's decent, man. Um, decent art. It's cute. Honestly, the first episode's pretty slow, and I don't know how well it's going to hold my interest. It's got to do a little more in the next couple, but yeah. I I really liked it. I don't think I can call it tippity-top because that first yeah. episode's a little boring. Okay. I'm going to okay. put it in a doing just fine. Doing it's just a very fine. high doing just fine. Okay. Yeah, whenever whenever I heard about this one, I thought it sounded like a really good like role it's, reversal. It's show. Really, yeah, yeah, it's really it's honestly very cute. Yeah. And like so one thing that did kind of throw me is they draw the eyes very like the eyes are real pretty. You know, we talk about sometimes they different shows have different ways they draw the eyes. We'll get to one in a minute where the eyes are just kind of strange, but I still like it. But this one, they draw them real pretty, but then they don't have any kind of hard edge. They fully feather the iris. Mm. It's a little bit weird to look at. It kind of looks like the kind like the eye specific specifically the iris looks like some shit you'd get off of an air spray painted like thing at oh, the at the freaking you know circus or something like one of those shirts yeah but like it's a little weird but honestly it works for me I don't know yeah. okay, okay I don't know you tell me what you think you watch this when you tell okay. me what you think well let's talk about one that I have watched oh boy love after world domination oh baby oh baby and I quite I did like this one love after world domination is a Show on Crunchyroll where Sentai-style heroes, the Gelato Five, do battle with the devious Gecko Secret Society. However, two of their members hold a secret, as Red Gelato and Reaper Princess have begun dating. What do you think, Roger? I thought it was cute, man. I thought it was pretty cute. So, you've played this game a couple times. I don't know if you remember very well or not, but it reminded me a whole lot of this game that I really like on the Neo Geo. Hmm. It's called Matramelee, and it's a fighting game, and it's got like these really like musical backgrounds and stuff. Oh, yeah, one with, of the characters was Poochie. You yeah, might I remember, remember Poochie. Him. Poochie yeah. kicks ass. Um, My this, boy Poochie. This Don't shit him, reminded baby. me of that game. Yeah, because it's like got the heroes and villains. It's like yeah. very over the top designs. Yep. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Uh, it's pretty cute. It's got decent animation. Uh, mostly involves the two of them trying to figure out how normal dating works. Uh, almost being found out and then having to go into battle mode. On the downside, uh, it's a little bit more leery than I like. Re Reaper Princess basically is fighting in her underwear and the camera keeps zooming in on her boobs and butt, which I know that's great for some folks. For me, it was a little like, okay, again, this again. But on the upside, it has a good reason for like the slapstick violence these types of shows have for some reason. Like even Hori Mia was like very cute and serious, but every now and then Hori just slaps the shit out of him. Yeah. Well, now we have a reason for that because they're supposed to hate yeah. each other. Yeah. So it's kind of it kind of works. Yeah. Now this isn't. Now uh, this doesn't come off as you know full on assault. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> ah, but playing a part. Oh, bye. Yeah. All right. I'm zooming off into the sunset. Uh. But yeah, it's yeah. pretty. It's pretty cute, man. I honestly, I did like this one a lot. I'm gonna put I'm it gonna, at uh doing just fine. And I I, I'm not even gonna pretend like that Reaper ain't smoking hot, dude. That's uh, very. If yeah. I was Red Gelato, I'm trying to see what's up with uh, uh, was it Yellow Gelato? Was the one who, oh, like, yeah. the sleepy one you see in the intro who's like mm -hmm. getting up and she's got wow. anyway, yeah, <laughs> she looks a lot more mature in the intro than she does in the show, yeah. And then the, the so Pink Gelato is the one that's like an actual kid, yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. And then, anyway. you, got the, then you got the Mineta one too. I don't know, this show looks good, dude. It looks, it looks good. It, it's, I like it. It's okay. Uh, it's doing just fine, I think. It's doing just fine, okay. Doing just high, fine. doing just fine, high, doing just fine, sure. All right, what's next? Uh, fanfare of Adolescence. So this is another sports anime. This one's very strange. It's not the one that's going to make you shit yourself. We'll get to that. So Fanfare of Adolescence is a show on Crunchyroll. A teen idol quits his boy group, Mr. Doctor. Mr. Doctor? That's pretty good. You call me Mr. Doctor Worm. <laughs> 
call me doctor mister no so he quits his group mister doctor to enroll i shit you not in a horse jockey training school <laughs> Media and paparazzi pressure him for a story even at the entrance ceremony where some of the other first years seem annoyed he's getting all the attention. No idea if this one's gonna end up being a boys love story, but damn, they want you to think it will. Cause like another kid shows up and like, like dude falls off a horse and he like grabs him out of the air and he's like literally holding him in his arms. It's like, oh, this is kind of cute. And then it like hits him while that's happening, hits him with like the pink background and the like petals flying up from the ground and that shit's like oh wow they had a moment so i don't know if it's gonna but it really wants you to think it is uh regardless of all that it has a very nice uh, art style a pretty kicking outro i i actually did enjoy this one i think it's also doing just fine it's a weird one but i'm i'm with it i'm with doing it. doing just fine doing just fine i said there's gonna be a lot of these okay actually we got most of them out of the way it's like maybe three more Okay. What's next? Well, let's see if I can catch another one with, um, oh, he's thinking RPG real estate. Oh God, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> RP so RPG real estate. Here's the thing: is like this one, I was fully prepared for it to just be like, you know, kind of a not great looking show for me. Um, so it's on Crunchyroll. It's a bunch of cutesy girls in a fantasy world. They work at Rent Plan Guide Real Estate (RPG Real Estate). Uh, it is very much a fantasy world. One of them's a fighter, one of them's a witch or something. So it's like, aha, I get it. Uh, not much to speak of story-wise. It's mostly just them like showing different fantasy archetypes around at different houses and whatnot. Um, it does throw some weird fan service, which is weird because it doesn't work because it's not very pleasant to look at. It has this weird shading that, to me, makes it look kind of cheap and this stiff animation that just doesn't really work at all. And also, all the characters look like kids. One in particular is a straight-up lolly dragon girl who hates wearing clothes because it makes her tail hurt. So she runs around in her underwear a lot. Okay. And I'm just like, I don't know. How rock like, your tail out, dude? It's like, even when, like, they have a character who seems serious, like the fighter girl, it's like, oh, the fighter girl, she puts on her fighter outfit to go do a mission or something. And, like, she's embarrassed. Oh, she's like, oh, like, oh, she's kind of shy because the fighter outfit is, like, kind of like a you know like battle bikini kind of thing it's like mm -hmm. kind of revealing it's like oh she's embarrassed and then like the show just in case you thought that was a normal thing pops up and like by the way she's an exhibitionist it's like okay <laughs> so you can't like well, enjoy you, know that. you can't have anything in this one i don't know i really didn't like it and i don't know if it deserves to be there but it's going in the glacial chasm <laughs> okay. okay and let me just say right now we got all the glacial chasms out of the way. The rest of it is either boring or pretty fucking good. Okay, okay, okay. What you um, got? Well, how many tippity top ones do we have? At there's, least one there's more. There's some right? more tippity okay. tops. I will not say how many. There are more though. Don't hurt me, my healer. Don't hurt me, my healer. Um. So this one, like, very generic fantasy setting, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's on Crunchyroll. Fantasy show starts with a very generic night dude, like literally looks like the guy from the trailer for Demon Souls. Like he just generic dude wearing armor. Uh, it starts with him fighting a bear monster. And then a wandering healer shows up and offers to help. Turns out, however, that that healer girl uh, is a full on sociopath who won't help unless he begs. She only he heals people. It's implied that she only heals people so that they'll feel indebted to her and they argue. And then I shit you not, this actually did fucking pop me real hard. 
the bear monster steps in and starts acting as a mediator slash therapist. Like, I feel like you're being a little bit ridiculous. Let's calm down and talk about how this is affecting you. It's like, what the fuck? This kind of kicks ass. So like, it's cute enough if you can deal with the main character who's very unlikable and another who's so generic they never actually show his face. But it did make me crack up a couple of times. I don't hate it. I don't think... I don't know. I'm very unconvinced it'll stick with me. So I think it's a cliffhanger. It's a cliffhanger. I think it's a cliffhanger. I'm un I'm unconvinced it will you know stay the course and like still be pretty good. But it's not bad that first episode. All right, buddy. Let's go with the greatest demon lord. Oh boy. So greatest demon lord. There's a lot of these lately. Where okay. So you know right. Like, you already know. Just look at that title. The Greatest Demon Lord is Reborn as a Typical Nobody. I don't need to give you a description. What's the deal with all these isekai? This one's not an isekai. What? This is a fantasy world. Dude is the most powerful badass but has no friends because just like in a different show I talked about, uh, he's so strong people don't even view him as human. Like, he's, he's unapproachable. Fully the most unapproachable. How do you talk to an angel or literal god? So, they no one. he has no friends. And because of that, uh, he decides he's going to just reincarnate himself, pops up in a little country town as a little kid, a little baby, and now we skip it a little bit, he's a child. He tries to make friends, he has no social skills, he's still crazy OP, blah blah blah, magic school, elf girl is in love with him, you know what it is. You know what it is. It's fine, it's kind of real boring, I guess, it's snoozing, it's definitely a snoozer. Like, Ooh, I, if you really, I'm at the lodge right now myself. Yeah, you're over here yawning, baby. If you really love those ones with like the super OP dude who like, you know, it just that's it. Go for it, I guess. But isn't eh, yeah, snoozy. All right, man. Dance, dance, dance. Who baby, baby. I don't know if you're ever going to watch this one, but I feel like everyone should. So Dance 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 here is on Crunchyroll. A young boy who was fascinated by ballet at a young age is now in his second year of middle school. He's on the soccer team. He practices Jeet Kune Do, and he propagates this image that he's a cool, manly guy. <laughs> that ballet stuff, whatever, man. I'm alpha as fuck. I'm alpha as fuck, bro. However... A chance encounter with his crush throws him back in the world of dance that he was once so enamored by. Great animation. It's diff dripping with this old school shoujo style. Like everybody has these huge fucking eyes. Very clean. Very pretty. This is the one that I said like the eyes are kind of weird, but I like it. Like they draw, like they got the eyes and they all have like this little arc going through them. But it's like really, it's really pleasant to look at, I think. Um... But yeah, it's it's a story that like seems like it's going to explore the intricacies of masculinity be, uh, masculinity, be that toxic or otherwise. And honestly, like the scenes where you see what pushed this kid away from ballet at such a long age, young age was pretty fucking heartbreaking to watch. Um, but like the show strikes a really great balance of drama and humor. Um, I liked it. Uh, let me give you one one bit from this one that really fucking made me laugh. OK, uh, there's a bit where he like try like basically the there's a ballet teacher his crush is mom and he she he like uh she's like this kid ain't shit whatever and insulted he does a dance in front of her and it's very good like the girl loves it his mom his mom the, her mom is like yeah whatever dude so he comes back the next day he's like i've been studying all night bitch i'm about to show your ass and he goes into his opening pose and she's so pissed off that he's almost right that she just unloads on him. She's like, no, your knees, straighten your back, your pussy and your crack, come on, get it right, kid. Like, just slapping the shit out of him. She's like putting her, there's a bit, and it it shouldn't work because it's almost groping, 
but it's not played like that at all where she like literally has her hand on his inner thigh like pushing him up like no you need to have your legs longer and he's like what the fuck like it shouldn't work but it does it's oh, like man, you got a professional man it's, it's not really like, the doctor doesn't grope you when he's you no know? of course yeah. not unless unless you know unless i ask for him not to do it and they make me do it anyway anyway it's it's a tippity top dog dance 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 your kicks ass it's very good. It's on the tippity top, baby. I'm, I was a little bit shocked by how much I loved it. It's very good. Well, let's let's stay with these here. We got Daemon. Daemon? Something like that. You're going to have to tell me this one, dude. Uh, You're going to have to tell gotta, it to me, dude. I got to find it in my notes. Uh, I think it's Daemon? I don't know how to pronounce Daemon. it. Daemon. Daemon. We'll go with Daemon. Recipe for happiness. Crunchyroll, a 30-something failed musician, returns home to his aging parents' sweet shops in hopes of helping out and taking over. Dad does not think he can cut it and instead plans to leave the shop to, no joke, this 10-year-old orphan girl who they've been taking care of. And so, we end up with a pretty cute show about fam found family and sweets and a little bit of music. It's really cute. Kind of weird rim lighting on everything, honestly. It looks like they took the Elden Ring luster and turned it all the way up for, like, everybody's mm. hair and clothes. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it honestly, I feel like it's gonna be good as long as it doesn't do a full on bunny drop on us at the end. I like it, I like Daimon or however it's pronounced. I think it's doing just fine. It's doing just fine, it's pretty cute. Okay, okay, let's try. Uh, heroines run the show, not heroin, not heroin, heroines, heroines, run the show. Run the show. So, the unpopular girl and the secret task. Ah, I got close. Very good. You almost had it. So this was on Crunchyroll. Country girl makes do. No, country girl moves to the big city for school, ends up getting sat between two halves of a famous boy band that she's never heard of. The dudes of Lip Lip, that's Lip X Lip, pronounced Lip Lip, I guess, are all smiles with the fans, but they have anger issues between them. They clearly can't stand each other and things get really wild <laughs> when new girl because she comes from a you know not i won't say a poor family but a family with a lot of kids with a lot of people to take care of that doesn't have all the money to put you through school baby you got to work for this she has to get a job and you know what she ends up getting a job as <laughs> their new manager oh shit honestly cute premise good art pretty fun i really enjoyed this one it is would you believe it doing just fine <laughs> It is doing just fine. It's cute. It's really cute. It's got a really good art style. Okay. Okay. I really, I found it very pretty. All right. Okay. Say I, those last I like you know. I like the name of this one, dude. Baby. Your boy, Kung Gaming? Kong Ming. Kong Ming. Okay. So this one's on high dive. The brilliant military strategist of China's Three Kingdoms period, Zhong Ling. Speaking of brilliant military strategists, uh, Legend of Galactic Heroes is back. So. Yeah, it is. I saw a little bit. Kind of, kind of bummed there's not a new intro and outro is kind of meh. I didn't like it. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. I honestly just watched one episode and skipped through. I wanted to see the intro and outro, and I was like, yeah, I don't I don't like these songs. Mm. <laughs> it's not binary star. It's not binary star. <laughs> anyway, uh, Zhong Long, I think I'm saying that right, courtesy name Kong Ming. This dude is like literally considered by people who know their fucking history and military shit to be same level as fucking Sun Tzu. He is that serious, right? This dude dies in the year 234 AD and his dying wish to be reborn into a new world that's free of war, free of this war that has followed him all his life. 
He wakes up in a strange place, a hard stone world filled with raucous dancing figures and these skull faces and strange clothing. He thinks he's in hell, but he is not in hell. He's in fucking modern day Shibuya during the Halloween party. <laughs> he immediately is sat upon by a couple of party du dudes who basically force feed him tequila and it's party time for Kong Ming. He's in a younger body. Yeah, he gets with it. Um, so this show kicks all the ass. <laughs> it effortlessly flips from being very funny to very heartfelt and have some legitimately mus moving musical numbers without e ever feeling forced or pushed. I fucking love this show. It's a tippity top. Okay. This show kicks ass. This All right, is dude. I'm going to check absolute, this one out. Dog, it's so fucking good. Like, it's fucking hilarious because, like, so he... I don't want to spoil a lot for you, but, like, it, it, there's this girl, and she, like, there's a bit where she's playing the guitar, and, like, the, the animation on her fingers and shit kicks ass. He's basically trying to get her to, like, show him about the world. There's one scene. He's like, please, like, I'm so confused. Will you tell me about this world? He, like, sees her phone and he damn near shits himself and she's like all right i'll try to help you out time jump five hours later and he's just saying so what pray tell is the blockchain <laughs> it's fucking great and then she she literally tells him like this is ridiculous who do you think you are he's like i'm kong ming look i got a wikipedia page <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking good, dog. This show kicks I'm all have to the check ass. That one out, dude. That one it's great. fucking it wonderful. Great, I love it. I fucking love it. It it might be my number one. It really might be my number one this season. We'll see how things play out, but I fucking love it. All, all right, right, dude. Uh, let's see here. Let's go with uh, Miss Shakukin. Shakukiku. It's kind of hard to see on here. It's Miss Shachiku. Shachiku. Shachiku and the little baby ghost. So this one's on Crunchyroll. Office worker is pulling an all-nighter when a creepy ghost voice keeps telling her to leave. Leave, you need to leave. She dis she investigates and discovers a tiny little girl with a voice-changing megaphone who wants her to leave, not because she'll be cursed, but because she doesn't want her to work herself to death. Aww, she doesn't want her to burn out. Aww. So that's like the first five minutes, and then just the rest of the episode is the same thing. It's just cute ghosts is cute office worker go all and it just keeps happening over and over again it's very cute but like there's no substance here baby okay you know it's goes and it's a not snoozy. a lot of meat at the bone not there. a lot of meat on these bones that's a snoozy what's it's to honestly, do with not a lot of meat on these bones also like no one has brought up yet that like okay so for one like you see this little baby ghost in the in like the little like supply closet and she's got like a cotton shit like she's living there and i'm like so wait is she a ghost or is this just a child and if it is a ghost is no one gonna bring up that this is a show about a dead child i don't know i'm i'm probably hey man, not gonna watch any more of it too, honestly kids, kids die, die too, too yes they had, a, they had a little ghost kid in uh coco if you ever saw coco and i'm like well, I, I need to know about it. that no i need to know about this ghost child that show's very that movie's very cute all right man in the heart of kunichi subaki Kunoichi Subaki. So this one um, didn't really do it for me. Uh, so I'm trying to find it in my notes. Oh, I had such a good strategy. There it is. In the heart of Kunoichi Subaki, uh, it's on Crunchyroll. Ninja Girl, it's, it's a bunch of ninja girls in a secluded village have been taught that men are to be avoided at all costs as they, and as they whisper these rumors Except about for men. me, baby. Wow. Uh, are you saying not all men? 
Not all men. You fucking weirdo. Uh, so basically, as such, they they whisper these little rumors of them as if they're actual fucking cryptids. All these young girls and whatnot. And I say young girls, I don't know how they're supposed to be, but they all look like fucking kids. Um, the titular Tsubaki, however, seems intrigued by the mis- these mysterious men, even if she's ner- a nervous wreck who knows nothing about them. And every time she even gets almost close to maybe interacting with a dude, she freaks out and runs. So I'm like, okay, that's fine i just i really don't know where it's going or what its deal is like despite there being some ninja shenanigans i feel like nothing really happened in that whole first episode it's a skip i was bored snooze snoozing at the lodge snoozing at the lodge bam and i do believe yes let me double check (coughs) that is the last of our snoozing at the lodges it's all cliffhangers and good shit from here on out kids okay um let's do you know what? Let's do one that I watch. Tomodachi Game. Tomodachi Game. This one's on Crunchyroll. It's a death game anime. Squid Game. You know what's up. Squid Game. Although, uh, so I have yet to see any actual death in that first episode. So I'm, yeah. un, I okay. mean, I'm That's unconvinced it's a full-on death game, but it feels. And there's like there's a death like game. these weird flashes, these very white flashes that it gives. Okay, you, so. so you you've seen past episode one, right? Uh, they do it in episode one too. They do. It okay. starts out with. I it, remember like, there being creepy shit, but I don't. Yeah. Never seen anybody like actually. Not. Anyway, yeah. uh, death game where high school friends get squid gamed and have to deal with mind games, a weird mascot who looks like Ness and Bob the Builder fused, and an unseen group of suits who are watching and plotting over CC cameras. It's fine. Like, it ain't no Danganronpa and it ain't even Survivor, yeah, but it reminds me of the a worst. cross between Squid Game and Kakaguri. Yeah, it's not the worst. Which I like Squid Game, Kakaguri, not so much. Yeah. Um, I'm unconvinced it's going to stand a full 12 episodes for me, so. It's a, it's a cliffhanger. It's okay. not bad. It's I'll, a I'll give it a couple more. Yeah. I watched two. I'll give it a couple let me, more. Let me know how it goes, man. I would like to know. Okay. Okay. There's one more cliffhanger in these. Can you suss it out? Um, Let's see. You know what? Let's try. Oh, this is hard. Oh, man. He's really trying. I'll tell you one of these is an isekai. Let's try the executioner in her way of life. Well, I'll tell you, but you found the isekai. Okay. Uh, so here's the thing about this one is I'm going, I will ask for no, uh, no comments if I may, Roger. Okay. I just need to read what I have written down if I can. Okay. I'm pushing my microphone away. I'm pulling my water bottle so I can take a drink. Take a drinky. Okay. So this one's on high dive. It's an isekai with fucking hella hooks, dog. Uh, please go watch this first episode. I will not spoil anything here. I will just talk. I will read what I have written. It is not big and spoilery. I'm just going to read what I have written down. Um, but please go watch this first episode because you will really benefit from going in this one completely fucking blind. I will now have a two second pause. Okay. So in this show, Lost Ones by which I mean normal-ass Japanese teens, are summoned to this fantasy world of swords and magic in such great numbers that they have basically assimilated society to be as close to modern Japan as you can fucking get. Uh, one poor fucker is tossed out on his ass by the king for apparently having a shit power, and he gets picked up by this young priestess who's been charged with taking care of these lost ones. And that's as much as I'm going to say without getting spoilery. It honestly reminds me of another show from a little while ago that we didn't want to spoil. Um, features some mild fan service, some less than savory tropes, but also a very intriguing mystery of two characters from these different worlds who seem destined to meet, and some pretty rad fight scenes that get 
fairly violent. There's a decent amount of gore here if you're into that. Like one dude gets sweet chin music so hard he loses a tooth and then moments later another dude's throat is getting slit. And I don't know, Roger, if this is the isekai that's going to break the mold or if it's so different it'll revolutionize the genre, but it does take a lot of those old, tired, cookie cutter tropes that we're all so sick of with these isekais and just, it just stabs them right through the skull. And I like it. I like it a lot. All right, back on the mic. That sounds awesome. That's a fucking tippity top, this baby. This one is on high dive? It's on high dive. This one kind of kicks a lot of ass. I really fucking like okay, it. Okay, okay. So again, I don't want to say anything else about it, so please go watch that episode. If you heard all that and you haven't watched it yet, kind of wish you would want to watch it before hearing that, but check it out. It's really good. I like it. All right, man. Let's go with Stab Life, Great Escape. Oh, baby, you found that last cliffhanger. Uh, so Stab so Life. I'm just going to go ahead and... Just put it there, baby. I'll Boop, read my little, little bit. This is on Crunchyroll. It's this season's Crunchyroll original, TM, with stiff little CGI mess. Ooh, ooh, baby. Uh, it doesn't look great, but it's not the worst future I've seen, but it doesn't look great. Future Japan is split into these different sectors where you're not allowed to leave, change careers, or do much of anything except what you're expected to do. In, 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 what did I write here? I fucked up my notes. In step, oh, sorry, I got it. In step three high school girls, one of whom is a demi-human slime or something. Their serious little robot cohort who is voiced by the guy who was the Japanese voice of Nicholas D. Wolfwood for some reason. <laughs> what the fuck? And their wolf person muscle who only talks and growls and is just there to be the furry bait. Gotcha. They are extractors who move people between these sectors amid danger and gunfire so that their clients can live the lives that they dream of. Honestly, it's not that bad. I just don't feel like it's got the edge to hold my interest. And while it's not the worst CGI I've ever seen, it's a far cry from Studio Orange. It's fine. It's not great. Meh. It's a Crunchyroll original, you know? Okay. So yeah. they kind of have a habit of being shit. This was not that terrible if you can deal with the CGI, which I personally cannot. So there you go. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about Birdie Wing. You told me to talk about this. Fuck. And that Haley wanted you to say something. All right. Haley wanted me to say something very specific. Uh, I love you, Haley. That's my girlfriend. Okay. So I'm going to read what I wrote, and then I'll say what she said. <clears throat> this is on Crunchyroll. Birdie Wing Golf Girl's Story is what it's called. Okay. This is not a sports anime. It's a lot closer to Megalobox plus Michiko and Hatchin and a little bit of Cowboy Bebop thrown in. So basically you got Eve, who is a golf hustler from a slum town who only knows one way to make money, and that's hitting balls with sticks. Throw in a found family she has to watch out for, some shady cops who shake them down for bribes, and some proper pros who want to see what she's made of, and baby, you got a stew going. The animation is a little meh, but if I'm being honest, uh, if I'm being honest with it, like the animation is a little meh, but they occasionally throw some weird jokes at you that are like, nah, I don't know about that one, but like, it's really entertaining. Okay. It's very entertaining, and I don't know if I'd call it good, but it's entertaining as fuck. And it's a, it's a, it's a doing just fine for sure. It almost every top. It's a doing just fine. Okay, doing just fine, right at the top. So here's the fine. thing, fucking Haley wanted me to say. At the end of the first episode, they play the intro. What's going to be the intro for the show? I looked up the lyrics. It's called Venus Line. Venus Line, Venus Line. That's how the song goes, right? So when I heard that, I thought they were saying Venus Fly. Haley would like me to tell you, Roger, and the whole world that when she heard that song, she would have swore to God they were saying Penis Slime, Penis Slime, because she's a fucking goober. 
Roger's laughing. <laughs> I hope that's how I hear it forever too. <laughs> penis slime. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Now is it penis slime or penis lime? See, I I would go penis lime, but you she put, says penis. You slime. put the lime in your penis. No, nut. you don't. It's a good show. It okay, literally okay. has a bit where like she's like kind of depressed That's about something. That's why it's something. at the very, very top of doing just fine. Dog, she like goes around town and it's like these sepia tone scenes of her like looking out over some shit while this fucking jazz song plays. And I'm like, this is Cowboy Bebop. I'm watching Cowboy Bebop. This kicks ass. <laughs> it's so weird. This is the sports anime that make you shit your pants. It's not a sports okay, anime. I'll, I'll check that one out too. I really like it. All right, man. And you know everybody stayed this long to hear what we were going to say about Spy X family. You know goddamn well it's just spy family. It's not pronounced spy X family. I don't know, man. Why is it pronounced Hunter X Hunter? It's not. Pr You're trying to piss me off. You are trying <laughs> is to. Is it working? Me off. No. So spy family on Crunchyroll definitely maybe maybe the most hyped show this season. And I get it. Okay. We got a super spy who has no problem breaking hearts and relationships to accomplish his mission, and he doesn't. But uh, doesn't see his next one being any different. So the job is fake a family, get close to the mark, finish the job, leave. He does not, however, foresee the girl he adopts being so cute and perfect and just clingy enough that by the end of the episode, he's letting his guard down for maybe the first time in his life. He also doesn't know that she can read his mind and is fully aware of what's happening. She's fucking psychic. She's yeah. an esper. Who boy? Like my dad is a cool liar. <laughs> right? It's so good. Uh, episode two is going to finish the family setup by introducing the wife, mom, who, spoiler alert, she's a super assassin. There's a lot of spinning plates, but trust me, this show is just the right mix of action, comedy, and adorable. Because that little psycho psychic girl is super cute, dog. She really is. This is going to be the fucking one Anya, that every- I think is her name. Yes. This is going to be the one that, like, every other fucking anime gif you see for the next year is going to be of this little girl and her crazy ass like reaction faces she's fucking adorable it's so so damn cute yeah i like i really it's enjoyed a, it's it it's tivity top it's a tivity top is it sure. as a tivity is tivity top or is it where we were putting it i mean it's a tivity top i personally i think your boy kong ming has the edge on it for me but that's after one episode each so it could definitely okay nice one roger there we go roger really likes spy family um, I liked it a lot. I thought, so it that's, was, I thought it was really good. It's very good. So this is our list. This is where we're at. Um, we got three more here uh, that have not yet aired yet that we're gonna we're going to soul read. Just kind of kind of guess at them. So okay. Here's the thing about these, if I may. First of all, couple of cuckoos not out yet. Yep. Not out yet at all. It's gonna come later this month. Uh, the other two, Black Rock Shooter Dawnfall and Summertime Rendering. These are in jail now, Roger. Summertime I know, loving. I know what you're thinking, Roger. Netflix jail? I thought Netflix was getting better about this. These are not in Netflix jail. These are in Disney jail. <laughs> fucking Disney oh, Plus. Yes, that's right. Has that's fucking right. licensed these bitches. They announced it like last year, I think, that they were going to license some fucking anime, and goddammit, we found them. Black Rock Shooter appears to be. Apparently, it's like a sequel or something. There was like an older anime from the 2000s, and there was also a game tie in and all this stuff. It was like one of those multimedia projects. There's like a sequel about. A girl who doesn't wear much and has a big gun and a glowy blue eye. I don't know jack shit about it. It doesn't seem like a Disney show. It doesn't really. It's also like, from what little I've seen, looks like some weird CG that I'm not going to be into. So I don't know about that one. Okay. Summertime Rendering, I know very little about, but it appears to be a pretty serious drama uh, that may or may not feature a murder mystery. Ooh. This one I thought was maybe a movie? 
I, I, I've been led to understand it's a straight up anime. I don't okay, know. Okay. I don't know any jack shit about it. And a couple of cuckoos, me and you talked about this one. That's yeah, the one where we basically have. I do want to see this one. We have a guy and a girl who find out that they have been uh, switched at birth. They've been fucking bamboozled. They've been bamboozled. They were switched at birth. And they are going to meet their real parents, quote unquote. Uh, and they end up meeting like halfway there. And the girl like has this whole thing. She's like, dude, my fucking parents are trying to like arrange marriage me. Will you pretend to be my boyfriend so I can get out of it? Because they don't know. They don't know each other at all. And he's like, yeah, sure, I guess. You're kind of a hot, babe. <laughs> Whatever. So then they meet their parents and are told, hey, we decided the best thing to do is since we switched y'all at birth to just have you two get married so we can all be one big happy family. And then they meet each other and they're like, what? So it's kind of a cute enough premise, dude. It's kind of cute. It's like just close. Arranged marriage is strange. I don't like the arranged marriage thing. And it's just close enough to that like. We're basic. We're like, almost siblings. Like, like real true. There's for sure marriage. no chromo. Yeah. But it's like one of those where it's just close enough to them being siblings that I'm like a little weirded out. But I don't know. I don't know. It's fine. I don't know. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. We'll see what I think. If it's like really heavy on the fan service, you know I'm out, baby. But where do you where do you think these are land? Black Rock Shooter. Let's start with that one because I feel like that's probably the lowest. Uh, let's let's put it let's put it in the cliffhanger. Let's put it in the cliffhanger. It's cliffhanger. Yeah, we'll, we'll kind of read up, it up on these. There's a good chance that it's going to be okay. Maybe, maybe we don't know. Uh, what do you think about summertime rendering? I think uh, I think it's going to be on the tivity top. You think so? Yep. I, I, you know, summertime it's either, loving, dude. It's either that or doing just fine for me. So I'm fine okay. with that tippity top. And couple of cuckoo soul read doing just fine. He's putting in doing just fine. All right. But that one, that one, you know, it could be cute enough to make it into. Uh, the it top, might, it might know? ease its way on up there. You're so saying. we're gonna see, we're gonna I put see, it right here. Oh, at the very front, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go, folks. You know that what? is our no, list. You really liked Birdie Wink, so okay. Bam! I right did there. really like Birdie Wink. So that's our list, folks. Uh, let's give a quick round up. Lo- uh, our snoozing at the lodge. These guys are a little bit boring. Didn't even get off. Get to the mountain. Love all play. The dawn of the witch. The greatest demon lord is re- reincarnated as a typical nobody. Miss Shachiku and the little baby ghost. And in the heart of Kunoichi Subaki. Glacial Chasm, these are what I would consider straight up trash shows. Your mileage may vary, I'm fully aware of that. RPG Real Estate and Skeleton Knight in Another World. Cliffhangers, they're not great, but you know, they're not the worst. We have I'm Quitting Heroing, Trapped in a Dating Sim, the World of Atome Games is Tough for Mobs. Thermai Romai Nove, uh, Thermai Romai Novi, excuse me. Don't Hurt Me, My Healer, Tamadachi Game, Estab Life, Great Escape, and Black Rock Shooter, Dawnfall. That's a soul read. Uh, doing just fine. Uh, damn near to the top, but not quite. We have Birdie Wing, Golf Girl Story, Aoashi, Healer Girl, Shikamori's Not Just a Cutie, Love After World Domination, Fanfare of Adolescence, Diamond, uh, 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 Recipe Daimon. for Happiness, Diamond, ha- Recipe for Happiness, Heroines Run the Show, the unpopular girl and the secret task and of course a couple of cuckoos that's a soul read and finally at the tippity top our tippity top is my personal tippity topiest and roger's here too because he saw a couple of these yeah i watched a couple <laughs> spy family ya boy kong ming a haran san wa hakarenai dance 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 your the executioner and her way of life and summertime rendering that last one's On a soul, soul read. read yes I'm feeling pretty good about these. Okay. Obviously, we will see how it goes. You're not going to catch a whole lot of flack, huh? There's there's so there's just so many good shows that I don't think I'm going to be able to watch them all. 
Yeah, it kind of sucks because you told me more, and I was like, damn it, dude. I already liked the show, so I was watching this. I want you to at least watch and the first it, episode it is, of Executioner. It is my goal to and go boy. back and finish uh, Sabiki Bisco. Yeah, okay. I got to finish it, dude. I honestly, man, that one had a crazy ass ending that was pretty wild. Uh, yeah, it's worth watching yeah. if you haven't seen Sabiki. I Bisco. did. I did finish uh, uh, my dress up, darling. Uh, yeah, you did. And I really did like it. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. episode eleven, whoo, is a spicy meatball. It's a spicy meatball. I liked it a lot. Yeah, you told me a little bit about that one. Uh, but yes, that's where we're at. That's our list. We will see you next time. We don't know if that'll be next week or the week after. We also don't know what we're doing yet. Yeah. We're bad at planning. You know this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you know yeah, this, yeah, friends. Yeah. Well, you know, well, we had to sanitize this whole studio. Yeah, it's been a rough time for us <laughs> after those fucking guys got this in fucking here guys. last time. This fucking guy. Yeah, dude. So... We will see y'all next time. Uh, let's hit a few plugs, and then we're going to bust on out of yeah, here. No we'll ramble this week. We're doing. Just no ramble this week. We'll maybe have a ramble next yeah. time. We'll, we'll see what's up. We will let y'all know, of course, and we hope you will join us for whatever comes next. So, All right, man. Thank let's you. get through these plugs because I am hungry. Let's hit it. Thank <laughs> you so much for hanging out and listening. If you want to let us know where you would put these shows, how you would change it, maybe you actually thought RPG Real Estate was pretty fucking good, Brandon. Get your shit together and your head out of your ass. That's fine. Tell me about it. We'd love to hear about it. Uh, we got the comments on the YouTube channel, Rapid Kick Media. We got anywhere you can leave us a review, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, for the uh, actual podcast version of the show. Uh, and anywhere you see the name, The Good Buddies, Anime, whatever. We're on the Twitter. We're on the fucking uh, Facebook. We're on the Tumblr. Mostly we're on the YouTube and the uh, Discord. So yeah, that's the easiest way to get a hold of us. I haven't been on any of them a whole lot recently. I mean, I'm a little bit. Those fucking dudes we're, got into our Twitter for a second. Yeah. Like nothing really came of it, but mm. god damn it, it's annoying. I haven't they, they they came in, dude, they swept in at the time they knew that my pants were around my ankles because I work in a comic book store and we were getting prepared for free comic book day. Lord Wolf. help me. Oh, we also so, had that a whole lot of rain. Didn't flood again, did it? Yeah, no, it didn't. Oh, thank God. Woof. Yeah, All man, right. I, I had my boss sweat, and I was like, be sure you get up there and you take everything off of the floor. Hell fucking <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening. Hit us up anywhere you want to. Uh, we love hearing from you guys. And if you want to send us questions or something, we'll answer them on the show on the next Ramble. We love doing that shit. It's a fun time. Uh, we want to give a shout-out to our musicians. Thank you, Married with Sea Monsters, a.k.a. the Mary Janes. That band doesn't exist anymore, but you can find them on uh, Spotify. Uh, you can also find them in our specific opener, uh, Paper Doll, only on marriedwithseamonsters.bandcamp.com. Check it out. It's an absolute fucking fire track. It's a heat rock, baby. Check it. Get it. Got it. We also want to give a shout-out to our buddy Haas, a.k.a. Thomas Tastes Better, a.k.a. Dungeon Witch on YouTube. Uh, Thomas Tastes Better on Instagram, Dungeon Witch on YouTube for the closing theme on the YouTube portion of the show that is called The Buddy's Good. Thank you again, Haas. And that's Thomas Tastes Better on Instagram and Dungeon Witch on YouTube. And finally... A shout out to our good buddy, a petty theft. I'm hungry. That was a lot. Yeah. Uh, two P's at the beginning, two T's at the end. That is oh, how it's pronounced. Starving over here. Lay off, man. I'm starving. <laughs> R.I.P. to Chris Farley. Um, but yeah, uh, our boy, Petty Theft, our homie, Petty Theft. Uh, two P's at the beginning, two T's at the end. Thank you so much, Petty Theft, for the closing theme on the uh, audio portion of the show, which we are still calling Sweet Anime Dream- Dreams sweet anime dreams uh thank you again papetti theft you can find papetti theft at twitter on twitter and on soundcloud at papetti theft 
And that about does it. You got want to take us out on Big Boy? Yeah, man. All right. Roger's fucking ready to go. It's probably going to be him screaming, I'm hungry, real loud. He's, he's smiling. Oh, yeah, he's kind of shrugging. Now, not, I don't know. Maybe Brandon. <laughs> uh, from all of us here at the Good Buddies Universe, I am your good buddy Brandon. He's thinking so hard about what he's going to say instead of that. And I am your good buddy Roger. Here it comes. Penis line. <laughs> Damn penis it. Penis line. Oh. Penis line. Penis, penis line. line. So stupid. You You're welcome, Haley. You your penis nut. <laughs>